Welcome to the Happiness Drive Success Podcast, brought to you by Motivate Coaching, the multidiscipline practice for extraordinary people. Here, we discuss finding your happiness and how you can use it to drive your success. Please welcome your host, co-founder, CEO, and master of discovering happiness, Stuart Isham Fairbairns. Hello, my wonderful, fantastic friends. How are we on this wonderful day? You are joining me, Stuart Isham Fairbairns, on a hike with Harlow, as always, in the beautiful African bush, in the Limpopo region of South Africa. So this morning, as I was getting ready for my hike, I was catching up on my messages and emails and questions coming through from you guys. Thank you, everybody, for reaching out and getting in touch and such wonderful insights and sharing going on. Great to see the connections going on inside the Facebook tribe. That community is growing stronger and stronger. People are sharing such wonderful content. So please do come and join us there. It's on Facebook. Search for Join Your Happy Place under Groups and you'll find us all there. So this morning as I was going through, an ad popped up. You've all seen these masterclasses that are available. Perhaps you haven't seen them, but there's these amazing masterclasses by people around the world, celebrities usually, or experts in their field, who are doing these online masterclasses. And one that came up this morning that really caught my attention was Pharrell, the musician, is doing one on empathy. And it was incredible to see I mean, I've always respected Pharrell as an individual. If you get the chance, have a, you go and have a look at it. Google Masterclass with Pharrell on empathy. It really sparked something to me as I, was, as I was watching it. And it really is about what is empathy? And how much time do we spend focusing on being empathetic? Do we even know what it means? I mean, I, you know, it's, it's a very interesting one because empathy and sympathy, they often get confused with one another. So sympathy is where we sympathize, surprisingly enough. But sympathy sounds like someone's got a problem and you're saying, oh, that must be so tough. I'm so sorry for you. Oh, gosh. That's sympathizing. And that's what you're effectively trying to do is you're kind of talking to their ego. And as we've talked in previous podcast episodes, the ego is not necessarily a bad thing. It's got a bad rap because when you call someone egotistical, obviously that's when ego is headed in the wrong direction but ego is also an important part of us as human beings in the right doses in the right places so you're talking to their ego you're sort of placating them you're making them feel better and that's your intention is to make them feel better when it comes to empathy empathy is when you actually put yourself inside someone else's skin effectively and it comes down to really being very curious and wanting to understand what that person's going through And a lovely way to learn to be empathetic, to practice empathy, is to ask open questions. But you need to be genuine about it. As with all of these things, if you're not being genuine about it, it comes across as fake and it's going to feel more like sympathy than it is empathy. But the the point being that these two get confused. But there is a very big difference. One is getting curious and wanting to understand. The other one is wanting to make the person feel better. And whilst that might sound like they're still close together, it's vastly different things. And you will have experienced both in your life. And you may be able to recall certain situations. And sometimes we want sympathy. But again, it's our ego that's looking for it because something may have happened that we've been 
bruised by, hurt by. So the ego has been bruised in some way or another. And what you're looking for is for someone to stand by them and go like, yeah, you're right. When, <laughs> it's a, being a silly example, but, but you get the point. It's, you're sort of wanting to prove you have people on your team. You want to prove that you're right in, your, in what you said. And it could be an example where there was an argument and the person who's talking to you is defiant that their opinion was right. And what they're looking for is for you to agree with them even if you don't necessarily agree with what they're saying, because it kind of bolsters what their energy that they've put out there. And oftentimes when we find ourselves in that kind of position, we're weakened because what we put out there was aggressive or negative or confronting or something. If it was a healthy scenario, likelihood is we wouldn't have got to that result within the conversation and we wouldn't be looking for sympathy. However, in exactly the same scenario where that person has is looking for sympathy if you are empathetic about it so you might ask questions along the lines of how are you feeling about that what more can you tell me about the situation you know it's just getting really curious you're asking open questions so as we've discussed before an open question can't be answered with a yes or no answer it has to be answered with insight so the person will actually generally when you ask open questions depending on their state at the time they'll have to think and frequently you'll see people's eyes look up. And when people look up, that means they're searching in their, in their minds for information. So they're actually using their brains to get to where they want to go. So it's not a matter of now just trying to go, oh, there, there, there. It's okay, get past it. Because all that does, in the deeper sense, it's like putting a plaster on a broken leg. So it's not actually fixing the real problem. And the real problem is that well, it could be a number of things, but let's say an example is that this person flies off the handle at people. And the reason they fly off the handle at people is not because they enjoy flying off the handle at others. It's because there is something that's unresolved. There's something that they're not getting to express or dealing with something that's potentially repressed. And it can be empathy that can help that person get past it. And your mission, should you go into the world empathetically, and again, I've used a very specific situation with this other person, this friend of yours, but if you go into the world with an empathetic view and you go into a coffee shop and the person behind the counter is kind of a bit short and, you know, you're like, well, this isn't service. You're supposed to be welcoming me and, you know, making my coffee and, you know, take my money. It's what you get paid for. But the thing to remember is that that person who's making your coffee takes the money, who's paid for that job, yes, is a human being. So exactly like you, when you're at work, you're a human being. And as a human being, you have feelings, you're fallible. Sometimes we're right, sometimes we're wrong. But if we approach the world with curiosity and empathy, so our eyes are open, our hearts are open, we're not being judgmental, we're being curious, and we genuinely are curious towards others. It creates a wonderfully delicious thing that is not only something that we as humans desire, it is something that we as humans actually require, and that is connection. Connection with others, true connection, social interactions, could be family, could be friends, however those interactions come together, could be at university, could be at work. But connection has been proven to reduce anxiety, even reduce depression. It boosts your immune system. I mean, it's, it seems crazy. How can something that's external to me, that is you can't even see or touch, 
how can it be making me healthier when it doesn't, it doesn't feel like it makes sense? But there's so many things that we're coming to understand and are getting scientifically proven and evidenced that they do directly contribute to our experience, emotionally, psychologically, and physically. A lack of connection can actually lead to serious health problems. Now, obviously that's an extremity. So you can be starting just with unhappiness, with disgruntledness. For some, it might go into anger. For some, it might go into being confrontational. And the reason that they're confrontational, going back to that example of your friend you were talking with, is because of a lack of connection. And then by sharing the story with you and seeking out empathy, the ego is seeking satiation that it could be correct from its perspective, but also connection with you. And it's that connection as a result of your sympathy, when you give sympathy, that will give the temporary endorphin rush to that individual that they'll feel calmer and they'll feel validated. However, if you respond with empathy in that moment, they're not necessarily going to get exactly what they want because they want to be, you know, patted on the head and given a hug and and told it's all going to be okay. But if you give them empathy and you actually understand the initial reaction might be, I'm not getting what I want, but then it will be a deeper realization of you actually realize you're trying to get me. You see me and you all want to be seen. So the genuine connection that you can create with other humans is going to be found by approaching from a place of empathy. And how do we approach the world with empathy? We ask open questions. We get super curious and be patient and listen. And these might all sound like cliches. You might have heard them before. You know, there's the great saying of we were given two ears and one mouth, so we should listen twice as much as we speak. And it's all fine and well hearing these things and we agree with them and or we don't, whatever your position is. But if you do agree with it, not so many of us actually implement it in our lives. In the moment, we go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or we like to believe that we live that way. But if you actually look at how you conduct your behavior when you're alone, and how you conduct your behavior when you're with others, and it might be others you know or others you don't, just notice. Just see how you're approaching when someone comes up to you is your natural inclination to want to make them feel better in that moment. So you're actually approaching with sympathy. Or are you being super curious? Are you approaching with empathy? It's so powerful. We all yearn for connection there. You have a look at what the whole COVID lockdown, global pandemic has done to the world. Such a large part of that. And we've seen anxiety levels rise. We've seen depression levels rise. We've seen a number of things, concerning things, and whilst extremely concerning, also highly revealing. And it's been such an opportunity to learn a lot about human behavior, inclusive of resilience, the need for connection, the adaptation of how we conduct ourselves in order to find what it is that we need. With the development in technology and the access to online, we have been able to create a new form of connection. Now, whilst it's been around for a good while and the modalities such as social platforms and so forth have been around, the utilization of them within this time has brought to life incredible things that are actually going to change how the world operates. And I don't think it's a bad thing at all. I think it's a great thing. We naturally evolve. You look over the last 100, 200 years, 
the amount of evolution and development that's happened from the Industrial Revolution, you know, what the world wars forced us to bring into fruition, you know, aeroplanes, you know, how quickly that turnaround was comparatively in the grand scheme of things. We, we survive, we make a plan. And that resilience, that strength, that ability of humans is astounding. And when we talk about that, it's not external to you, it's you. You have and, and embody all of that. Even if you don't feel you do, even if you don't think you've been fully resilient in your life or you've ever shown any you know, adaptive behaviour or strength or anything like that, you absolutely have, and more so, you absolutely can. It's all in there. But this isn't positive speak mumbo jumbo. This is absolute. You are a member of the human race. It's a spectacular miracle that you're alive because you fought a fight of billions of others and then you won the race. You got born. <laughs> you got born. You, got, you were born into this world and here you are. And now you stand on this ginormous rock that's floating through space and the amount of things that we can do that we have access to is unfathomable. It's more than you can imagine. I mean, can you imagine in the start of the 20th century when they're still, the Wright brothers are around about that time trying to get off the ground. Can you imagine them walking around with a device in their pocket that can talk to anyone anywhere in the world instantly through phoning, through messages? You know, the evolutions of look at from the 80s running a business door-to-door -door salesmen everywhere <laughs> and you look now running a business you can be anywhere in the world because it's virtual we've created an entirely new world spectacular and this all just shows the resilience of human beings now all of this change all of this development might potentially feel stressful and you feel the anxiety of it but this is exactly the point is that you look at how we have been affected by external circumstances, extenuating external circumstances with this global pandemic. And whilst we've now got this fantastic world, of course, as with everything, there's yin and yang, there's balance, and there's parts of it that are, that pull us in different directions. You know, if, as an example, again, we've talked about this in episode 25, where you look at social media and every early 20 year old seems to be a millionaire or a billionaire at the moment, and it's just not true but it's just personas that are put online. It's masks that people wear. Or an airplane taking off in the background. It's what people put out there. But what they're trying to do is they're looking for what we talked about at the very start, is they're looking for that very similar to what sympathy does. It's something that feeds the ego. And then they're reliant on the comments that come after their post. So they put on their makeup, they put on their suit, they do a little dance, they do whatever they do. And people do it for the comments. But of course, everyone in the back of their mind is hoping that a talent scout's gonna see them doing their dance or singing their song, and boom, they'll get, you know, the riches and all the dreams that they're, they fantasize about, all the things that we're told we should want to desire. And you look at the young girl who sang the Fleetwood Mac song, sitting on her bed, just sang the song, and lo and behold, it led to her being signed by a record label, and she got to meet members of Fleetwood Mac. I mean, you know, that's what could happen. So this aspiration is out there. 
But the chances of that happening, like it did to Laney, is so slim, but it could. So you've got a bit of a donkey and a carrot situation where you're chasing this potential carrot. But not everyone can be a millionaire, etc., etc. I, I don't want to go further down that rabbit hole. You can, if you've not listened to it yet, listen to episodes 25 and 26 of the podcast and goes into more detail of, of these kind of topics in these areas. They're all very meaty topics that we discuss on this podcast and I really do just give you a snippet of a view into it. There's obviously a lot more depth that can go into any one of these uh, concepts and again, a lot of what it is that I share is not mine. I need to make that very clear. A lot of it is from experts. You know, it's people... A lot of these things have been proven over centuries of research, of work. Um, I'm merely standing on the shoulders of giants and sharing it on with you. I am a conduit to help, to bring the message there so that you can then utilize what you hear and try and apply it in your life to have a better life. And that's what I want for everyone that listens to this podcast, for everyone that's a part of Stuart Isham Fairbairn's coaching. I just want to help you find ways for you to live your best life. So guys, when you go out into the world today, have a just put yourself on your own shoulder as you're going through your day and just notice. You need not act on anything, just notice. Are you being empathetic to the world? And believe me, you do want to put the work in and anyone that does put the work in is gonna get the rewards and believe me, the rewards are fantastic. When you genuinely see someone's eyes light up, do you know when you've been in a shop and you've just been feeling great or for some reason you just felt the impulse to connect with the person who was the cashier in the supermarket, for example, and you look them in the eye and you read their name tag and you talk to them like they're a human being. And if you try and imagine what it's like for Sandra, the cashier at Tesco's or Walmart or pick and pay or wherever, and it can just take one person taking the time to connect with her that can completely change her day. It might change her life. There's a chap that I really admire called Sean Stevenson. He's got a great book called Get Off Your Butt, um, Butt with One T. It's a great name. Uh, We have discussed it before, this book, and Sean, um, amazing guy. He talks about a time where he and his family, well, they decided they were going to fly somewhere, and the flights got cancelled anyway, and then they waited in the airport for delayed flights, and then it ended up not happening. And they go to get a bus to the local hotel at the airport and they get on the bus and Sean sits up front and chats with the bus driver and just has a chat with him and they're all exhausted so Sean's exhausted as well they have a giggle and you know Sean's quite very charismatic and quite cheeky so he's chatting with the bus driver anyway later there they get to the hotel and it's late but the hotel gives them some food so they're sitting in the restaurant having the food and this bus driver appears and walks in and he's crying and what he shares with the parents because Sean at this time was a young, young boy, so another aeroplane, and he shares with the parents crying, saying, I was at the end of my tether and I was actually planning to commit suicide tonight. And after the conversations with your son and just seeing how resilient he is and his beautiful way he approaches life and with such joy and humor, he's no longer going to commit suicide and he's actually gonna try and turn his life around. And it was purely because Sean being himself was being empathetic but he was very much focusing on connection and just that moment of connection literally changed this guy's life so you never know and if we all approach the world with more empathy can you imagine you got empathy imagine your boss your co-workers your friends if the norm was empathy how we perform in the world is what we get back 
So if you are an empathetic person, if you go out there and you are empathetic towards others, you're also going to feel the reward of your actions because you're going to see the difference in that person and you're going to feel the connection. But also you're going to attract more empathetic people to you. It's very easy. Everything starts with one person making the effort. So be that person. And believe me, it's a little bit of effort for a whole lot of reward. Empathy. It's an incredible thing. I think it's a lifelong pursuit, but I think it's worth pursuing. Have a top banana day. Please come and join us on the Facebook community. Again, it is in groups. You search for Join Your Happy Place. Come and jump in there with us. Lots of, lots of wonderful people sharing lots of great content. Motivational, inspirational, aspirational, supportive, empathetic. Come and get stuck in. Come and share your content, share your experiences. These stories help others. You can be empathetic in the digital world. Again, another wonderful example of how our evolution into the digital world that we've created is a way that we can connect. So come and connect. And remember when you're in the physical world to just notice and connect. Be empathetic. Have a fantastic Top Banana Day, folks. Thanks so much for listening. If you're interested in learning more, go to the Motivate website at www.motivate-coaching.com. If you'd like to get in touch with Stuart directly, you can get him at Stuart, spelled S-T-U-A-R-T, at motivate-coaching.com. Thanks so much for joining us, and remember, your happiness drives your success. See you next time, folks.